Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back, all you hookers and slicers out there, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me, as always, is Nick the Stick via phone this week, though. How you doing over in phone land? <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta make do some weeks. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna not talk to you this right. week. Right. Uh, Obviously. Yeah. Our phone took a giant shit. So. Oh, your your computer took a giant oh, shit. Computer and the right. phone is all I have left. Yeah, it's the only thing keeping you company now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, making do. Look, I mean, you don't need a computer though to uh, to win championships over there. Woo-wee. <laughs> uh, some Woo-wee. some quality picks from Nick for the tour championship. Uh, against some not so quality picks for me, <laughs> Nick with the yeah. sweep getting the championship victory. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> we we definitely need to get a soundboard to to make that yeah. sound there. <laughs> My sound keeps getting worse and worse. But... <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, you kind of left the door wide open, and uh, I took some of the leaders, and it it worked out nicely. Yeah, I mean the format certainly favored you. Not saying I could have gone with the format, but uh, certainly favored your picks. Having uh, guys, you know, start off with a lead just to start the tournament. I just went with just guys I thought would play well, and you know, they they just couldn't make up enough ground. It just was tough for Xander and Dustin to do it for me. They put up they put up some de- decent week, but uh, just couldn't get it done against the likes of John Rahm and Patrick Cantley. Who you picked? Yeah, no, I mean, well, and that's the thing is like, I mean, they're trying to figure out a way. They the tour seems to think that they've got it. You know, they're dialing it in like with this format, but it seems like a lot of the players don't necessarily like it. How you can have how like it, it counts as a PJ Tour win, but uh, you know the way it's staggered, staggered start. It just you know, and you're not playing against a full field. Uh, but a guy, uh, theoretically, a guy could, which two guys did, they had a better four days of golf, and they're not going to get a PGA Tour vic- victory. Yeah, it was uh, Kevin Na and John Rahm both would have tied or something like that? Yeah, 260. Yeah. yeah, so, and the players seemed to not like that layout format, and they were voicing that, like, and I can hear I can hear that point, but how, how else... How else do you do it to make a, the playoffs or even this tournament more exciting other than, like, I think there's, you, as a golf fan, I think you if you went to a bracket and gave the first number one and two player uh, a bye in that first round and then um, the 28 players and you just, you have a bracket system and the best two players will, from that week will play on Sunday, um, it just doesn't always work out for TV as well. Yeah. So you're thinking like doing like a match play type of thing? Correct. Yeah, exactly. See, I don't know know how much I would like match play. I've thought about that as well. Because, I I mean, it does seem like this current format isn't 
isn't the best format to use. Like, there's got to be something better out there. But I don't know. If, I don't know if match play is it because they because they only really play match play in one other tournament throughout the year. So why would the championship be a different format than the regular or the the rest or the majority of the rest of the tournaments throughout the year? That's kind of where I'm coming from. No, I agree. It's just because you're trying to give some advantage to playing well during a month span yeah. and stuff instead of everybody being equal on day one. Yeah. And so and so, if you put the number one guy against the number 28 guy, he's getting an advantage because he's playing better than... Yeah, but that's still that's still match play. Like, I, I get what you're saying. I understand what you're doing. I'm just, like, stuck on match play instead of stroke play. Yeah. So like, Yeah, you only have one other event every... But, I mean, match play is a part of golf, and I think it's a fault that we only have one match play tournament a year. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Like, I wouldn't mind having more, but right now, as it stands, to have just one match play event in the year and then have your championship be that format instead of the format they've played for the vast majority of, you know, all the other tournaments just seems, like, not correct sometimes there's not an easy answer otherwise they already would have done it yeah, maybe who knows I mean like there's got to be a better stroke play solution than what they got like maybe it's maybe it's like grouping scores together like so there's what how many players are in the tour championship playing 30 so maybe have like six groups. So your top five players are, you know, at five under or whatever. Next five are at four under. Next five at three under. Like, so it's not as big. It's not like ten stroke advantage for just one guy. You know, maybe have like yeah. groups where it's a you know the top. You know, five players who all had good years, like great years, you know, yeah. throughout, you know, how many players are on tour, you know, 100, whatever, or 200, however many there are in the FedEx Cup rankings. Like, to be in a top five position at that point, that's like pretty, like, you shouldn't really be dinged all that much if you're a top five. Yeah. No, I, I, like, there might be, I went, they've probably thought of something like I'm, that. I'm sure they've gone and thought of that idea, but if they haven't, PGA Tour, you're welcome. Just saying. Um, I just feel like it, it would you give... Heard it here, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yep. We, we know, we know what's going on here. We know, we, we know how to come up with solutions. Uh, we're idea men, but, um, yeah, like it, it still gives an advantage, but nothing that's like... Nothing that, say, you know, a great tournament from Kevin Na or John Rahm, you know, they had a great tournament and yet they still, like, came up short. Like, there's nothing it seems like they could have done, you know, in this final you yeah, know, they just started tour championship to, to win the $15 million. Like, they both had great weeks and they just 
they're getting bait. Well, I mean, John Rahm's still getting like five million dollars, but yeah. but still, uh, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I would love to see them maybe go with something like that. Um, yeah. Or maybe, hey, maybe, maybe you do a cut after every single day. It's like there's no advantage. Like no advantage. Everyone starts at even. Like normal tournament. Top players after day one or the you know the bottom five get cut or something. Day two, another bottom five get cut. Keep going. I don't. I don't like that idea as much. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> I mean, it's better than my idea that you know the number one player gets to use 14 clubs, the number two player gets <laughs> you gets to have 13 clubs in the number, and then you know three through six get to have. 12 clubs and so the last 30th player only gets to use five clubs what if hear me out <laughs> what if what if the guy get a caddy hey i mean i've i've heard worse ideas what how how about like patrick cantley coming in to this tournament like number one player gets to play like two tees up the forward tees. Yeah, the forward tees. He gets to play the forward tees. <laughs> that is that a, an advantage? Is that enough of one? I think I think it's on the table. I, I mean, I feel like anything's on the table uh, right now. I, I don't feel like they have the perfect situ- uh, solution right now. I feel like they could be better. So why not throw some other stuff in the table? I want to see what Rory McIlroy has to say about this, about my idea, about our ideas here. Yeah, the the players definitely seem to are easy, quick to talk about. Oh, this system doesn't work, but not many of them have other solutions. Yeah, where are the solutions? And if you need some, we're here. We're here for you. We got some. Yeah. 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 But I'll I'll tell you what, there was there was no solution that was going to help me beat you in picks that week last week. You uh, you demolished me. You swept me. And uh, and per our agreement, our bet agreement, I'm gonna have to do as many push-ups as the winning score, which is Patrick Cantley at 21 under. So 21 push-ups for me. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Glad you didn't forget. No, I. People don't forget. No. People forgive. don't forget. Oh, no, I forgive you. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, if you need to spread them out over a couple of days, I'm not sure what kind of shape you're in these days, but um, if you need to, like, <laughs> I mean, as long as you get them done by our, our Ryder Cup show. I'll, I'll get them done in one sitting. <laughs> Don't you worry. Oh, uh, good. I'm not that good. out of shape. I mean, I might, like, get a little red in the face because I'll forget to breathe or something, but I'll get them yeah. done. Okay, good. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's, no, that was that was a fun season. We'll have to we'll have to tally on once I actually have a computer. I can you know tally up the computer. bet winners. See see yeah, one for, the, for the whole year. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a that's a good idea. Probably probably should have done that coming into this episode. But hey, you know that's how we roll. We'll have it done by the Ryder Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, good season. Uh, it was nice to have a normal season again. 
right? With all the majors kind of in their normal spots, you know, not having to deal with fans are back. Yeah, fans fans are back. Not not gonna. I'm not gonna go as far as to say I enjoyed the Baba Booies again, because I didn't. But uh, still good to have the atmosphere back. I mean, we wouldn't have gotten the whole Phil Mickelson PGA Championship crowd. You know, we yeah. wouldn't have had that if it wasn't for the fans back this year. Yeah. So that was that was cool. Cool to yeah, see. Yeah, that was one of the that was one of the highlights of the year. Yeah, absolutely. People, people chasing down Phil and all that excitement. Yeah. Losing Brooks in the crowd. <laughs> didn't I? Didn't even know if he was going to make it out. Just thought we lost him. But yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of that, do we uh, do we want to pivot into the uh, Steve Stricker's picks? Well, well, hold on. Let's let's not skip past the Solheim Cup here. All right. <laughs> You're right. I, I did forget that. Let's 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 not forget the other. Uh, you keep me in the yeah, that's what I'm here for. You know, you got a little bit of a handicap right now with your with your phone situation, so I gotta I gotta pick up your slack here. Um, but Solheim Cup uh, happened this past weekend as well. Labor Day weekend, long weekend. I had a Monday finish. I liked how they I liked how they staggered that so they weren't finishing the same day as the the tour championship. That was smart. Yeah. And lots of people have a, that Monday off to sit around right. and watch. There's no other sports going on. Yep. Yep. Right. So unfortunately, Europe uh Europe defended their their Solheim Cup. With uh, I mean, it was a pretty close, pretty close match, or pretty close. Yeah. Scoring uh, made up of many matches. Yeah, they came over to our soil and got it done. They did. They got they got it done. They got it done all right. They won. Uh, Europe won fifteen to thirteen. So and uh, yeah. Very close, pretty much almost right until the end. Um, you had, yeah, you had um, Matilda Castron had a great tournament for for Europe. I believe she was uh, she was a rookie, I believe, and didn't 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 really. Uh, didn't didn't really do too too bad. Went three and one as a rookie in the right or in the Solheim Cup. That's pretty good. Or in that, but not as good as Leona McGuire though. That's that's who I was thinking of. That's who I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. She four and a half the, points. She was the star. Yeah. She was the was she the rookie? In the Solheim Cup? She might have been. I'm getting my European women golfers mixed up. Doesn't help that I'm I'm not too versed in in them. But Yeah, she she's a rookie. That was a record for a rookie. Record for a rookie. On either side. 
Yeah, no, good for her. I mean, I was definitely rooting for the Americans, but... Uh, oh, right. I mean, we're American. We're going to root for the Americans. But, yeah, I America. mean... America. America. But, yeah, I mean, there's just... There's so many good players <laughs> on both sides of the of the of the event um yeah yeah no it was 8-8 eight, eight going into the final day so could have gone could have gone either way yeah US had a lead they had a lead uh I think at the end of the first day then at the end of the second they were tied and and then Europe uh Kind of won a bunch in the morning, and then take a take a lead into the afternoon on Sunday, and or on sorry on Monday, and then and just kind of put it away. They only needed like two two points of the afternoon matches, and they got them. They got enough. Got it done. So Europe. With the Solheim Cup victory, re- retaining it second straight year. Their second straight Solheim Cup. It's not every single year. Yeah. But uh, it, unlike the Ryder Cup, uh, it was not supposed to happen last year. So they didn't have to cancel or remove anything. It was always supposed to be right now. So... Both teams had enough time to prepare, and Europe yep. uh, Europe came up on top. Yeah. Well, there's always next time. There's always next next time. Two years from now, 2023. Now, uh, now the now the boys need to get there, get it done, and bring bring some kind of glory back to the. That's right. We, the U.S. of A here in two weeks. <laughs> we've got a, We've got another shot. Even even if the uh, women couldn't, the U.S. women couldn't bring it home in their in their cup event. We still got one more chance. Once again on home soil. I mean, we got we got to figure figure out a way to get it done here. Um, once again, Europe comes in as a defending champion. They're looking to defend, looking to to win again, but we don't really know right now what their team's going to look like. They're still kind of playing it out over there to get some final spots. Um, yeah, the BMW PGA Championship this weekend. Uh, yep. Pat Patty wants to see how some of the boys are, are doing this final event. Yeah, before he makes his captain's picks, but. We at least know the U.S. team, what to expect from them. And uh, a little bit a little bit of a surprise, a little bit, I would say, the yeah. U.S. team. Let's yeah, just, that's what we were talking about. Let's just, uh, let's just run through the, the, the picks. I mean, obviously, some of these players automatically qualify, but we're just going to run through all of them here. Uh, team USA, you got Daniel Berger, Patrick Cantley, fresh off his $15 million uh, FedEx Cup victory. Bryson DeChambeau, Harris English, Tony Finau, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Colin Morikawa, Xander Shoffley, Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, and Justin Thomas. That's Team USA right there. Uh, if if you um, 
missed or thought you maybe misheard, you know, not having Patrick Reed named there, uh, you didn't hear anything wrong. He's not on the team. After being kind of a staple and making his name off the last couple Ryder Cups. Yeah. I'm... That was that was a kind of a, a curveball, um, but I think there is warranted. I mean, what what did I hear Steve say? He just he he had, was ill. He was sick a few weeks ago, and he just hadn't. He didn't have a lot of uh, tournaments in the last two months. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. Other, he played in the Olympics, but he just the other guys had more opportunities to play over the you know the course of the playoffs and leading into it. Yeah, um, but at the same time, Brooks Kepka is kind of dealing with a little bit of a potential injury. So who knows if if he has to be pulled, and if he he is pulled, you know, for whatever reason, is Patrick Reed the type of player that gets slotted in in that empty spot? Is he kind of that first reserve potentially? Maybe. I mean, obviously. Kepka qualified on his own, so if he's healthy, he's allowed right. to play. He's oh, absolutely, to play. yeah. But Steve, yeah, if Steve doesn't believe him, he could sit him. Well, or I'm just saying, like, or if something flares up with his injury or something, if like correct, if he had to, you know, you know, sit out, you know, who who's the alternate? Or if or if Dustin Johnson falls down another step of you know flight of stairs or something, yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully he's not staying at Augusta for a Ryder Cup that's in Wisconsin. But you never know. You never know. Um, but, yeah, good to see kind of Jordan Spieth back at it. He had a kind of a resurgence of a year. Um, you got guys like Daniel Berger, who's who's played well the last year. Patrick Cantlay has obviously had a great year as well. He's won four tournaments in this you know, the last 365 days here. Um, obviously, Bryson is, you know, just doing Bryson things. And then you got some guys like Harris English. It's kind of a little bit of a surprise there. Especially when you look at, um, you know, a guy maybe of a similar kind of Stature and you know, and Webb Simpson didn't get the pick, but it goes to a guy like Harris English. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think Harris and Scheffler. Well, Harris qualified. I mean, I'm I was a big fan of taking. You know, that's what we talked about last week. Was, I mean, who do you one? Who do you leave off? And two, who do you add in? And at either one of those is a tough question. But I mean, I like. I think I even picked Scheffler. I like his I like his length at a course like Whistling Straits. I think it plays more to a longer player than like a Webb Simpson, even though Webb does have the record. Um, yeah. You know, he, he's getting older. He's not hitting as far as he used to. Um, he didn't qualify. I mean, Scheffler didn't, didn't either. I mean, as far as even the top 12, I, I get that the six, 7 through 12 still had to be captain's picks, but they earned the points to validate a pick. Yeah, um, yeah, it's so not super surprising. It's not so like out of left field. And Harris, but Harris was what number ten or? He was I mean, eleven in the world ranking. But yeah, I don't know what he was for U.S. 
Um, Ryder Cup points. Yeah, I don't know about Ryder Cup points. But, like, he's, yeah, he's 11th in the world rankings or whatever. Um, so not... But not, that has... That has... I know it has more. zero impact on Ryder Cup, but, like, it's still, you know, he's top player, essentially. Um, but it but it is his first appearance, you know? He doesn't have any other previous Ryder Cup experience. Yeah. Uh, and, but he had a solid year. I mean, I thought his year, I mean, he wasn't... I almost thought Sam Burns would have been a good pick based on, like, yeah. flat. In the playoffs, his name was all over the leaderboards. Yeah, I mean, Sam Burns had a good year. got a victory and almost got another one. I mean, there's a lot of guys kind of vying for spots. There's always going to be players who just, you know, on the bubble and just, you know, there's just not enough spots for them. But, um, yeah, Sam Burns was the guy you could have seen him be in this. And you got Scotty Scheffler. I mean, he did. You know, go to the championship match in the the match play event. You know, on tour. Um, down in down in Austin, Texas. There. So he's got you know decent match play strengths about him. Hopefully, hopefully he can rekindle that that type of play for the Ryder Cup. That would be extremely helpful. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's a lot of a uh, lot of guys who are making their first appearance in this year's Ryder Cup. You know, and and just just talking about the captain's picks. I mean, Daniel Berger, Harris English, um, Xander Shoffley, Scotty Scheffler, you know, four of the six guys, you know, four of the six captain's picks haven't played in a Ryder Cup before. Yeah. Basically, the the Ryder Cup experience, you know, you're looking at is from guys who, you know, weren't captain's picks, essentially, who qualified on their own. So it's uh, interesting. At okay. some point, everyone had zero experience. Well, true, but you, I, I feel like, you know, you still need to have kind of a, you know, you have to have some veteran presence on your team. Yeah. To kind of, I mean, because, you know, that first tee is unlike anything else. That first tee in the Ryder Cup with, with the fans the fans going, I, I think I feel like the only thing even remotely close to it is probably the 16th at the Waste Management with how the fans are reacting. Yeah. Yeah, that's the closest, I would say. But I don't I don't know how much that one has nerves though. Ryder Cup like you get nerves. Yeah, cuz it's a mixture of whole 16 with the Olympics and with a major like all in one. Yeah. Like it's, like the, the last hole of a major. It's like it's almost like the I, I want to say, yeah, a combination of the atmosphere of the 16th at the Waste Management, maybe like the Back first, nine, 
Yeah, or just like first tee or back nine at Augusta, something like that. Whatever is like super or hole twelve at Augusta. Yeah. But with the with like a one shot lead or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the Olympics with you know being team playing USA. For, yeah. Playing for your country. Yeah. It's just there's just something different about it. So to have guys on the team that have gone through it, you know, that can kind of you know, hopefully guide the others to about, you know, what they can expect. I think, you know, that's always helpful. But at the same time, you know, these guys are professionals. These guys earn their way onto the spot. And they're going to have, you know, the home crowd advantage. You know, it's they're going to have the Wisconsin USA crowd behind them. It's not like it's not like they're going to be going into a hostile environment over in Europe for their first Ryder Cup and trying to navigate that. Having to listen to. Ole, ole, <laughs> yeah. Over and over, over and over and, and over. over. No, instead they get to listen to Bobby Bowie's. Bobby <laughs> Hopefully not. Those are just the worst. But USA, USA chance all the way home, hopefully. But yeah, Team USA. That's going to be it's going to be quite the team. If they oh, can put it together. I mean, I'm they I'm going to help them practice and get warmed up on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. You're going. You're going Wednesday for the practice one of the practice rounds. Just got my tickets today. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh man. Getting excited. I, I didn't taking my dad. Yeah, that's yeah. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it's, I'm literally looking forward to it. Yeah, for sure. Now I just need to figure out what to wear. <laughs> good old good costume for <laughs> for a practice round. But, that's the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's tough. But hey, you know why not? Why not? But. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't get tickets today for a Ryder Cup, but I did get uh, I did get a notification of what team I'm going to be on for one of my Ryder Cup events or, or my Ryder Cup event this weekend. I've got two Ryder Cup events I'm playing in these next two weekends here. Yes. And I feel like I'm playing, coming off this Labor Day weekend, I'm playing, I'm, I'm playing my best golf right now. Nice. I feel like I feel like I'm trending in the right direction. Good. I got I got my new putter working for me. The Mizuno. Yeah, it's sinking putts. It's doing well. Yeah, but there you go. Yeah, it's uh, it's that time of year. It's obviously you know it's September now, which is starting to get towards the end of the season for us here in the Midwest. But I I got plenty of golf left here. I mean, I'll be golfing through. Through November, I don't, I don't think course the course doesn't really close until like Thanksgiving for me down here. So yeah, I got plenty plenty of golf left. Plenty. And uh, these these next two weeks are are probably the last kind of big events for me. These Ryder Cup events, yeah. but especially especially in a year with a Ryder Cup, I oh. mean. Oh. In it's, our in our home state. In our home state. I mean, it's just a little bit more. It's a little bit more. I'm looking forward to it. I I am looking forward to it. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I'm sure it will be. No, that's exciting. Those Ryder Cup events are fun. Just, you know, you see it on TV and then, you know, but to get to play in your own and be a part of a team is really fun. It's, yeah, and, and I don't, you know, I don't really ever, you know, these events are really the only time I ever play match play. Yeah. So it's it's different, but it, it's a fun, it's a fun kind of different. Yeah, no, it's, and it's the, some of the heritage of golf, you know, team events, like, well, the Ryder Cup's now been around forever. I mean, match play goes back longer than right. Ryder Yeah. Then. But, um, yeah, no, it's a different, just, it's different than the normal way of just stroke play individual tournaments so it's uh yeah no that that'll be fun to play there yeah uh, unfortunately it won't my events will not be at whistling straights but uh no yeah uh, no i'm not i'm not that prestigious um well i mean I mean, I guess you'll have to wait and see if Brooks's wrist is... Yeah, you know, Steve Stricker has me on speed dial, you know, so if if Brooks <laughs> can't go, I'm sure I'm sure he's going to be giving me a call. But, yeah, that's... That's, that's, well, that's what's coming up here. Yeah. It's Ryder well, Cup we, season. We don't, we don't want to give away everything, so we'll be able to talk about at least... So your Ryder Cup events are the next two weekends. Yeah, this weekend and the the next weekend. Uh, leading into the Ryder yeah, Cup. leading into the, the actual Ryder Cup. We'll able, we're gonna have a special Ryder Cup show for all our listeners on that Wednesday or Thursday night before. Yeah. The the actual yeah. Ryder Cup. Yeah. So we'll be able to we'll, we'll check back and see how you did. We'll see how I did. We'll see uh, what my records were. See if if I brought both my teams to victory. But uh, then we'll also do talk. Wear, do you guys wear matching uniforms? Uh, so for the one this weekend, uh, we do. Like um, you have shirts, shirts or something. Yeah, wear matching colored shirts. It's like team red versus team blue, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm on team blue. Um, but yeah, so we'll talk about my Ryder Cup events. We'll talk about Nick's experience at the Ryder Cup, the practice round he goes to. We're going to be off next week, um, but the week after that will be when we talk about all this stuff. Like Nick said, Wednesday night or Thursday night episode. And, um, yeah, we'll talk more about the actual Ryder Cup and Europe's picks and make our predictions or picks or see if they have the matchups ready to go for us to talk about. But yeah, that'll be our Ryder Cup show. Oh, that's that's exciting. It's gonna be pretty much our last big show of the year. It's not really anything after the Ryder Cup. I mean, obviously there's the wraparound season for PGA, but you know it's. Yeah, no, I mean, I thought we would minor. We would, I thought we would get together and maybe do a like a what we're gonna work on. Yeah, no, no, we'll do, we'll do, we'll still do. But as episodes, far as, but in, in terms of like big, like PGA. PGA talk or like event talk, like Ryder Cup's it, man. 
Yeah, till the till the century tournament of champions. Yeah, pretty much. So I mean, there's there's still some PGA Tour events, but yeah, like I said, with the wraparound season, there's there's still the events, and we'll we'll talk about them. But like major weeks, Ryder Cup weeks, those are those are different beasts. Those are different beasts. Those oh, get yeah. those get those get you know bigger episodes for a reason, right? Yes. But, yep. So that'll be coming up. Looking forward to that. Nick, any last thoughts here before we, we sign off? No, I'm just basking in the glory of my tour championship picks. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully, hopefully that was a sacrifice for for me to do well in my Ryder Cup events. That's how I'm going to look at it. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll, I'm well, taking taking one for the team here. Yeah, we'll and see. I, just don't forget, just don't forget your push-ups. Yeah, yeah. I'll do my push-ups. You'll see. So, no. Um, yeah, it was a fun season. I mean, again, we'll still have a. We'll talk in a few weeks, but yeah, peace, love, and birdies. Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different. It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice, and it's a good one too. Yes, sir.